Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Hey folks, thanks for joining me again today with Life Point. As you know, if you listen to my last uh, Life Point, I had my two of my staff, Pastor TJ Samuelu and, and Pastor Maxwell Buchanan, with me. We they go by Max and TJ, by the way. And so <laughs> or yeah, TJ Max or TJ Max. You know, they started a store chain, but we had a good time. We didn't get to where I wanted to get to last time, but I don't often have them in the studio with me. And I just you need to know them because. They are a huge part of who I am. They're a huge part of who our church is. They're a huge part of our community because they care so deeply about people. And they like, they're like me. They want people to know Jesus. They're not concerned about what church you go to. They're concerned that you serve Jesus Christ and get involved in a Bible-believing church and, and press forward in your life. And we want to do that today. But today I want to go a little different direction. We just kind of talked about our ministries and talked about what was going on in church last time. But guys, something is dear to you, both your guys' hearts and to mine, but you two have been, both been a lot more involved in it personally than I've been, except for the uh, exterior part. I mean, I have the communication with people. You guys have been on trips, and that's the area of missions. Uh, at Cloverdale Church of God, missions is a huge part. It's a, a huge part of our budget. I think last year, I think we spent around $120,000 on missions because it means a lot to us to touch people's lives. And TJ, now you are you're one of your main roles is uh, running missions. And of course, you've been on numbers. In fact, you came from a church that that's what your role, one of your main roles was. And now you're on the National Church of God Missions uh, board, which is kind of cool. In fact, you got a trip coming up that you're going to be going on. And, and then it looks like you're going to be going with Dr. Katuku, Vincent to maybe Kenya in January. We're hoping that all works out uh, because we started supporting his school there, also. And uh, and then Max, you've been to a number of places, which we'll talk about in just a moment. And plus, you've taken kids all over the place locally and in in looking at other international possibilities. We've uh, the three of us have been talking off camera today about those kind of things. And plus, I am heading to Malaysia next. Uh, March to speak to a bunch of missionaries from Southeast Asia. And so I'm just trying to get that trip to put together. And so that'll be a good time. But TJ, uh, you know, of course you were involved in, in the Church of God, probably the biggest mission church in Church of God before you came here. And, and our church does really well at it. But uh, you've always had a passion and a heart for missions. Where did that come from? Yeah, I mean, I don't have to look very far to look at and see the impact of missions. I always tell people, um, you know, my father grew up, graduated from high school in American Samoa. We talked about that a little bit yesterday. And, uh, you know, missionaries came over and they asked my fa- my grandfather to send my father over for college. And, um, you know, fast forward a few years, he ends up marrying my mom and and. I come along. And so people not stepping out in faith, the Great Commission, to share God's Word. Now, there's a lot worse places than going to a tropical island. But, <laughs> you know, to to go out and step out in faith and, and to share that gospel, it, I'm the direct cause of, of people being able to do that. So I don't ever water that down or I don't take that for granted because I can easily just say, man, one generation removed – and I'm not here because of people that that step out by faith like that. So, um, you know, I can tangibly touch that and see that. But, you know, for me also, my calling for ministry was uh, culminated after I graduated from college and going over on a trip with my parents back to Samoa in 05. 
and just seeing, uh, you know, my people uh, there and just seeing how they didn't have all the opportunities that I had, not that I'd squandered them, but it really just ignited a fire in me on that trip that has come back and taken root locally here in the States that, you know, just loving on people the best that I can and trying to help people to the best that we can. And so Global Missions is um, definitely a passion of what I do. And Max, you have, uh, before Kim and here, you when I believe overseas somewhere. Yeah, I've been um, I've been a couple places, but the biggest one was when um, I went to Papua New Guinea. Um, <clears throat> so we were over there, a couple of friends, uh, like family friends of ours, and they have a son that's my age, Cooper, um, were over there and they were working with New Tribes Missions. And so they were going in and helping them work their like coffee fields and stuff with the eventual hope to, to build a written and spoken language and then share the gospel with them. And so it was really cool and it was crazy. I mean, different, different world. But yeah, that's that kind of sparked something in me. Missions has always been important as well um, to me and I've always really enjoyed it as well. And I know you plan mission trips for your youth because you want them to experience and you've been even this is your what four years here at Cloverdale, mm-hmm. and you've already been on two or three. Yeah, yeah, uh, we've been on three, um, and then we're going to go again to to San Francisco this upcoming year. And so, yeah, it's just been incredible, especially inner city missions. I think just being from California, that's that's been sparked in me, um, and it's just kind of a huge deal to me because. Um, I never lived that far from a place that was in need, you know, I could always hop on, you know, whatever the, the train and be up to LA in an hour or two. And you're just around, you know, just people and, and homeless folks and, and impoverished people and stuff like that. And so that's always been huge on my heart is just the, the inner city and, and what, you know, God can do there. When did you start developing that, developing that heart for that? Oh man. Uh, I would say, easily like early early high school my brother has always been involved um with with different organizations and stuff on skid row and so he'd go up there quite a bit and that's in los angeles and he just knew some people up there as well as our church back home would go once a month and so that kind of just sparked it in me and then we also we would go to mexico to this orphanage um once a month also so it's kind of just always ingrained in me and so it was just like you know i don't know it seemed like an every other weekend kind of thing i was <laughs> bouncing around either mexico or los angeles and kind of part who you are there yeah yeah it's kind of just developed into that and, and tj you too and you've been of course on a number of them you were telling us in the car on the way over here about one of your ones you think was very very effective was in tanzania yeah you know tell us a little bit about that yeah i mean i think that there is um a really good work being done there that we've been a part of. And some of the missionaries we still support that have since moved on to another part. In fact, you're joining them in Malaysia were instrumental in that part of Babati in Tanzania. But, you know, what's really cool about that is the change. You know, it's not just the Western mindset of how we're going to go and how we're going to do things and we're going to equip them and we're going to, you know, like, but we equipped them, we empowered them and we've given them a platform. And so you see things now where they're able to help raise their own funds. They're effective in their community and they're doing things. And so we've really taught them how to fish. Um, just like, you know, when we're here locally and we don't want to just, you know, we do Friends Day as an opportunity to give a, a gateway. But the ultimate thing is, like you said, you brought up Paul in that message. It's like, you know, we want to take people from milk to meat. And, uh, you know, in that area, they've done some really cool things that have uh, really impacted generational things that have put them on the map that now they don't rely on that. In fact, 
you see them helping other people and you look at them, you're like, how are you helping other people? You're not like substantially wealthy yourself, but they're just paying that forward and they get that part of the gospel really well. And we've been seeing this in this summer. We had uh, Ken Oldham from Egypt here and, and you've been in contact again. You been kind of the head of this, have been in contact with him and, and followed him. And we just recently got a letter from one of the heads of our, our church in Indiana that was sharing with us the success that the Oldham's have had and uh and we garner that because he say he's very good at updating us and stories but boy he's reaching out not just in egypt but isn't it in lebanon and different places yeah so that whole region that they're all the way into uh france and and everywhere so um the noctigals that are the regional coordinators for the oldhams they're doing a really good thing, and they have a, a. What's really exciting is they have Max would get on board with this, but they have this thing called Three LW uh, that um, they have the next generation that they're pulling the younger leaders and giving them a voice and giving them an opportunity. And you're seeing just this whole new radical group of young people that are just saying, "Man, I'm in. I'm I'm on Team God, and I want to do this like right now." Well, that's great. I the mission trip. I haven't gotten an overseas mission. A trip in my life, I know, because mostly I've been taking care of the church. I mean, that's just kind of been my my call to take care of the local things. I've been involved in certainly local missions. In fact, I, I want to talk. I think we're going to maybe carry another show on tomorrow and talk about uh, some ways we can be involved in our community and this kind of thing, and how we can make a difference even without traveling across the the continent. But I went. Uh, my wife and I. But no, did she go? See, we weren't. I don't think we we're married. Yeah, we were married. We went to uh, uh, Arizona. We went to uh, Cottonwood, Arizona, to a, a Navajo Indian reservation, and we were able to spend a week there, building for them and doing Bible school, doing all sorts of things. And it was kind of an interesting culture because the the group that ran that was very very strict, and so guys had to wear shirts below the elbow. Girls had to wear uh, skirts all the time that were down to their uh, calves and uh, you know and so we had to so we all had to go to the thrift store buy a bunch of clothes to be able to wear there on campus and to be live how they live and eat the food that they and, and most of the food they got was leftover food from stores that they would give the leftover stuff to them to make and cook but it was made it feasible for them but it was a good it was a it was certainly a good time i got a picture of me sandblasting something you know and <laughs> and it was i i really enjoyed it thoroughly and enjoyed the fellowship with the team is because we drove down and so we had a lot of time together and it was uh it was just kind of an incredible incredible journey but it it showed me the importance and how much they appreciated they needed that help because a lot of missions don't have money they don't have funds funds come from organizations, some churches, but also from individuals. And, you know, many of you out there, listen, you give funds to all sorts of things, and uh, you're, you're changing lives. Let me tell you something. Funds change lives. In our church, we have a program that's a lot like Compassion Ministry. It's called Children of Promise, where we, uh, people, for $32 a month, they have a child. And th- that $32 a month feeds that child, educates that child, in turn, helps the entire family. And we've had people that have gone back to where you were in, Babadi, Tanzania, and they have met their children. Hmm. An amazing thing. And we had the head of that program here last year. And when he told stories, it's how lives are being touched. It's kind of like the domino effect. 
One life touches another, another, another life touches another. Well, guys, I want to talk about some more. I'm going to take you. I'm going to have you one more day. Is that okay? Sounds great. Sounds good. One more day, and we'll talk about some hands-on stuff and some local stuff tomorrow. Folks, thanks for listening, and have a wonderful day. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.